Hi, I'm Bill Arnold. Thank you for listening to this podcast. There are many more podcasts available at MyFaithRadio.com. Your support makes this possible. Thank you. And a warm welcome to Afternoons with Bill Arnold. Hey, good afternoon. My name is Ben. I'm so grateful that you're here. This is Faith Radio, and we're taking one moment for one child. Today is the final day. We're down to the final hours, and there are still children that are in desperate need. They live in extreme poverty, and they need you. They need your help. And before they go to bed tonight, our prayer is, is that they hear that they are sponsored because of you. And I know you can't necessarily change the entire world, for the longest time, there have been so many times where people would say, what do you want to do? What do you want to do with your life? And I would say, I want to make an impact. I want to change the world. It's hard to do. But when we come together and God places us here together to just do what he's calling us to do, the world will change. But it takes takes us answering the call. So as you listen to Faith Radio here and, and you hear about this ministry, One Child, we believe in this ministry and the work that they're doing. And if you can sponsor one child, you can change their life. I'm going to rewind that a little bit. If you can sponsor one child, you will change their life. I believe that. I've seen it. So many of these kids and these families are living on less than $2 a day. But your $39 a month, your a little bit extra, will be their everything. It means that these kids receive food, nutrition, education, medical assistance. But most importantly, they hear about Jesus, and that's really the game changer. And we've heard it the last couple of days here, too. It's, it's more than food. It's more than medical care because just those things make really good, really healthy gang members or drug runners or traffickers. But it's Jesus. It's the hope that we have in Jesus that absolutely changes the whole scenario. Maybe you want to sponsor one child right now. Maybe you're at MyFaithRadio.com and you're looking at Samuel Wendley Joseph, 11-year-old boy from Haiti. Loves playing with balls and balloons and crayons. What he does at home, he helps out by dusting furniture and picking up and taking out the trash, sweeping and mopping the the wood floors that they have in their house. He's a good boy, and he just just needs a chance. He just needs a chance. You can see all these kids that need a sponsor right now at MyFaithRadio.com. That's MyFaithRadio.com. Maybe if you're in your car and you're just going to make a phone call real quick, you can do that too. That's really helpful. Maybe have questions They'd love to answer your questions and help you find the child that that you're called to sponsor and champion. The phone number is 800-864-0200. That's 800-864-0200. So you're listening to Afternoons with Bill. My name is Ben. Scott Todd is our guest this afternoon. He's the president of One Child. Scott is uh, somebody that we've had on Faith Radio here multiple times. But first of all, Scott, just welcome back to Faith Radio. We're so glad that you're here. Would you share with our audience a little about a little bit about yourself and your background and 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 why you believe in one child? Well, thank you, Ben. It is uh it's just wonderful to be back and uh connect with you and um so grateful for the partnership, my faith radio partnership and helping us mobilize child champions, uh kid and kids connected to sponsors. And uh um man, it's just it's it's wonderful to be 
uh, having this conversation with you and encouraging people to learn more about this opportunity to make a difference. Um, yeah, my background's actually in medicine. So um, I started out in oncology and immunology, got a doctorate in immunology in San Diego, and then I uh, was at Stanford University Medical Center doing oncology research for lymphoma and running clinical trials. Uh, and then uh, launched my own research program and had grants from the um, American Cancer Society, the National Institutes of Health, National Science Foundation and Publishing. And God interrupted me in the middle of that career, uh, 15 years in and a lot of early success. Uh, and um, like, unlike anything that had ever happened to me in my life, uh, made it very clear to set it all down and go serve kids in poverty. And, uh, you know, that made no sense to me, you know, like if you think about a career path or those things, but it was also a call into relational ministry. And, uh, you know, I was a scientist <laughs> and pretty well known not to have relational skills. So I, I just thought, no, God, this doesn't make sense. But I knew, I won't tell the whole story, but I knew this was the call. And so I talked to my pastor and he said, no, that doesn't make sense. And all I heard was, this is the way I walk in. And I talked to my dad and he said the same thing. And and I talked to my friends and they all said the same thing. It's not, it, it doesn't make sense for you to go take that step. The only person uh, that was 100% on board was my wife. When I shared this um, call, literally a phone call, a guy called me up and he said, hey, this might be out of the blue. Have you ever considered this? Um, serving kids in poverty. And, and when I knew in my heart and everything in my soul, it was just the Holy Spirit lighting me up with an awareness. This is the way walk in it. And so... Uh, we sold all, and that was 20 years ago. So for the last 20 years, I have been working with kids at risk uh, around the world and uh, in very hard situations uh, in over 50 countries and hundreds of local communities where poverty wears many different masks, uh, but the root issues are the same. No matter what culture, what context, poverty is a situation of despair. It's where kids begin to believe that they don't matter, that there's not a hopeful future, that uh, that they're victims of circumstance, that they can't do anything to change um, what they're experiencing. And they go without their basic needs met. And often their families are broken. Uh, many raised by single moms um, struggling to survive on uh, levels of income that don't even provide for a daily meal. And so God broke my heart 20 years ago and, and brought me into this. And uh, why I love one child specifically is because one child is courageous and agile and focused on how we strengthen local partners so that those kids have the opportunity to thrive in their context. And so it's not just a one-size-fits-all program. It's entirely um, wrapped around the strengthening of a local church somewhere in a low-income community in the world where there are loving adults, teachers, tutors, coaches, youth pastors who know those kids by name, who walk those alleys and streets and face the violence and face the uh, the challenges of that community in solidarity with those families. And they're the ones who select which kids get registered and become sponsored, uh, available for sponsorship. And they they design and lead in, uh, the program to make sure those kids have that shot. You know, you're talking about that kid in Haiti. He just needs a shot, a chance at life. And that is really what we want to provide, protection and opportunity. So, yeah, so thankful for the partnership with you guys and Ben, the opportunity to talk more about that. But we have seen it over and over again over these 20 years. Kids uh, coming alive, knowing Jesus and becoming who God designed them to be because a sponsor steps up and says, yes, I will stand in the gap for this kid. Amen. And that's where the Faith Radio friends and family come in. It's this Samuel, this, this Samuel uh, young man. He's 11 years old from Haiti. His birthday is July 12th. Maybe that's your birthday. He wants to grow up to be a mechanic. Maybe you're a mechanic. Maybe you have a mechanic in your family. Maybe this is an opportunity for you to mentor him, to, to, to help him, to write him letters and pray with him, pray for him. Help him understand that that 
there is more to life than what he sees in his neighborhood and in his families and in his situations, that there is a chance that you are going to offer him a chance. $39 a month. The phone number is 800-864-0200. That's 800-864-0200. You can go meet Samuel or others just like him at MyFaithRadio.com. This is Afternoons with Bill Arnold, Scott Todd, president of One Child. Scott, there was a text message that just came in a couple hours ago. And and the question was, um, how do we know we can trust One Child? Because there are so many other organizations that that all the money's not going to the children, or there's, you know, you've seen fraud and all these other things. And I thought, you know what? Uh, this person feels this way. This is a really important question to ask. Let's ask the boss. Scott Todd, how, how can you uh, dissuade, our, dissuade our fears? Because we're all in with One Child here at Faith Radio. We are all in, right. and we've had a multi-year relationship with you. We've taken multiple trips. We've had meetings on, on all levels from the top down and the bottom down. We've done our due diligence. We believe, and we partner. We're putting our name on the line with One Child. But for people that are listening going, hmm, and there may be some fears yeah. or there are some just thoughts in the back of their mind, can you, uh, can you help, uh, help us understand that? Yeah, well, first of all, it's totally uh, understandable. It's 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 actually smart. Uh, when I began on this type of um, journey, I had that same skepticism, you know. And it's good. It's good to be a skeptic. Not good to be a cynic, you know. But if you really just want evidence uh, and and know that you're making a wise decision, that's that's godly. So uh, first, I just want to respect the question. Second, to point out uh, really what you just said, Ben. You have been there and seen it with your own eyes. You've experienced it. You've met the kids. You've met the teachers and the tutors and the child champions, the pastors of the local church, but you've met these people. And so that firsthand experience is the best audit, if you will. It's the best way to gain confidence to see it with your own eyes. Now, we know that the vast majority of people who choose to sponsor, they're not going to be able to make that trip. Now, we invite them to. So really, if you really want to know, come and see. Uh, But if that's not an option for you, um, then the testimony of those who have been there and say, yeah, it's legit. And just like what you're saying, you, you can vouch for this. Um, I can also add that one child is is over 50 years of experience doing this. It's not like we're new. It's not like it's a fly-by-night thing. We've been doing this for many years. Uh, we're committed to integrity and transparency. We we honor all of the um, the standards like the ECFA standards and things like that that say there's accountability. Uh, we have processes built in for audit and for what we call operational review. And we have a process that's very unique at One Child from really any other child sponsorship organization. And it's it's built on what we call systematic listening, where every year the children themselves, young people, the 11-year-olds and up, not, not the little, little kids, but we have a process called Voice of Youth, where we actually capture their opinion, their feedback, and their experience at the local level of the Hope Center. So not only do we know that they're attending and know that they're experiencing the benefits and receiving the care, known by name, all of those things, uh, we also have a a system that ensures that their voice of influence and agency to shape the program is a part of this whole thing. And so uh, we have monthly reports and I'm accountable to my board and we show those those, uh, dashboards of data on um, how's it looking in terms of what you could call operational performance. It's a very high integrity program and transparent, but ultimately it's come down to come and see or talk to somebody who's been there like you, Ben. Right. We're talking to Scott Todd. He's the president of One Child during the Faith Radio One Child, um, taking one moment for one child to sponsor a child to change their life. $39 a month. Phone number is 800 
800-864-0200. That's 800-864-0200. Or go to MyFaithRadio.com and meet Zahra, uh, Tara. She's from Lebanon. She's 10 years old. Her birthday is March 27th. And she loves um, playing with her makeup set and her teddy bear. And she loves gardening and planting. She wants to be a teacher when she grows up. And the best part of the Hope Center that's changed her life is by making me a new person. We talk about that all the time. She is a new person in Christ because she has is, she is found Jesus. And there are people in the Hope Centers that are leading her and then discipling her. Now, she's come out of a, a situation that I'm sure is, is awful, an extreme poverty type situation that you and I would never understand here in the United States. We see, people, we see poor people, but not extreme poverty like this. And she was able to go to a Hope Center, be taught about Jesus, be given valuable life skills, given a warm meal, which is really the key that unlocks everything. Because when you're starving, you can't listen. You can't, you can't behave how you're supposed to behave. There are no manners because you're starving and you're hoping for the next meal. Maybe there's an open wound that's just sitting there and, and festering. Maybe, maybe you're suffering from something that just needs attention. And that's what they get for the Hope Center. That's where you come in. That's where you become their champion. For $39 a month, our guest yesterday said this, out of our extra, we can give them everything. For $39 a month. Would you call 800-864-0200 today? So that children today, before they go to bed tonight, as they're praying tonight and as they beg and plead with God, please, would you find me a sponsor? Would you find me a champion? Would you, would you give me a chance? Would you give me hope in a future? They don't have to pray that anymore because they know that you're waiting there, that you're supporting them. You can meet these kids at MyFaithRadio.com. This is Afternoons with Bill Arnold. My name is Ben. Scott Todd is our guest. He's the president of One Child. More with him coming up next. He has some powerful stories about children that he cannot get out of his mind, stories that you have to hear. You have to hear these stories. Next on Faith Radio. When you sponsor a child in need, you change their life. Your child learns that God loves them more than they can imagine and that he has special plans for their life. Your child gets help with school and is taught leadership, life skills, and how to overcome poverty and succeed. Your child gets nutritious food and vital medical care that often saves lives. You might not be able to change the world, but for one child, you can change theirs. Meet the kids. Find your child at MyFaithRadio.com. Com. One moment. One moment. One child. One child. My name is Priya, and I live in India. When my dad had a motorcycle accident and died, we were all very sad. I remember he would take me to the festival and buy me sundal to eat. I miss him, but my mom is taking good care of us. She only makes $2 a day. I get up and go to the Hope Center every day and they help me with my studies. I remember my hmm. father told me to study well. Special relationship with a dad and a daughter, and I can't even imagine that sweet young, young lady's name is Priya. She's young, but she's seen a lot and lived a lot of life in her 13 years. 
how she lost her dad in a motorcycle accident, and it's not like he's riding his Harley on the weekends around Interstate 35 or wherever um, you may live. These, uh, this is, these motorcycles, these little motorbikes, these scooters are the family vehicles, and I've seen three, four, five people on a scooter at a time with their groceries and a whole bunch of bread on the pack. Wow. She knows her mom's doing her best, but she still only makes $2 a day in income, and she's working a lot of hours. She's barely home. But because of the, the sponsor, the child champion here in the United States, Priya is able to go to school now. She gets to live out the legacy of what her dad really wanted for her. Was, dad was praying for and hoping for, for her to study well. And she's growing, and she's learning, and she's thriving as we, we teach her about Jesus and that God loves her at the India Hope Center that she goes to. This is what it's all about, friends, family members. $39 a month here can do so much in areas where there is extreme poverty. A child's life will be changed, and without a sponsor, Priya wouldn't be able to go to school. Without her dad being there in the caste system and just the protection, who knows, she probably would have had to have been sold into slavery or trafficking or who knows. Your $39 a month can do amazing things as we partner together. Faith Radio, One Child, You, God, these Hope Centers. Amazing things can happen. You give these kids a chance, hope in a future, and a relationship with Christ. Hi, I'm Ben. This is Afternoons with Bill Arnold. I'm filling in today, and our guest is Scott Todd. He's the president of One Child. We're in the final hours of our, of our taking one moment for one child. And Scott, I know you had... Um, you've been serving now for 20 years. You told us your story of how God just kind of came and surprised you and you got a call and it didn't make sense. And that's always, it seems like how it works. It just doesn't make sense, but you trusted. And so I want to go back to the story of the first time that you sponsored a child, which was well before you even worked for one child. Would you share with us that story? Yeah. uh, Well, you know, earlier we were talking about how, being a skeptic is good. Asking questions is good. Those kind of things. And, and I mentioned that that's, that's who I am. That's my nature. And probably even more of a cynic when I was young, I was just kind of a punk of a kid. And uh, so my journey actually began many years ago when I was in college student and I was walking down a campus sidewalk and there was this poster and it had a picture of a kid and, and it said, change the life of a child. And I stood in front of that poster and I thought, well, I bet that's a scam. You know, I bet that kid doesn't get any of the money. And, I just was loaded with that spirit, uh, and but I had just become a Christian. Uh, I became a Christian through Young Life the year before, and and as I uh, as I was standing there, I realized why did I stop? Why am I even captivated here? And I said this. Um, I'm not sure. I really thought of it as a prayer at the time, but it was a question. God, do you want me to do this? And in that moment, I felt compelled. Okay, I'm going to do this, and I I don't know that I fully understood what I was doing or getting into. Uh, but a few weeks later, I got a picture of this kid uh, from the Dominican Republic, a five-year-old little boy named Juan. And honestly, I didn't even know where the Dominican Republic was, and I didn't understand that I had become a sponsor. So that's where the journey began. I didn't know much about my world, didn't care much about kids, but I had become a Christian. And I asked that simple question, God, do you want me to do this? And that's where that's where it all started. So not much later, I got married. My wife uh, is a teacher. She loves kids. She was great about writing letters to Juan. And so as my career in medicine was going well, uh, you know, we always had pictures of Juan or other children that we were sponsoring through those years. And it gave me an anchor of perspective, um, you know, on on my world. Like, did did what I did today, it didn't matter for them. And 
and what's their world like? And then as we started having kids, it was important for us as we uh, wanted to raise our kids, our four boys, um, to have a bigger worldview and to care about uh, these issues and, and really to get a perspective on their own material you know, uh, situation and not take that for granted. And so that's that's how it was going. All that was before I got that phone call that I mentioned. So when that phone call came, uh, it was tapping into a long experience of caring about this cause and seeing sponsorship from just that perspective of a sponsor who'd not been there, not seen it, not had those direct uh, experiences. But this is where God really came in because as after I said yes to that opportunity and began serving kids, I was told that there would be a gathering, a, a meeting uh, to be prepared for, and it would be in the Dominican Republic. Mm. And that was um, 16 years after uh, the journey began. And I said, well, there's this boy, Juan, uh, any chance I could meet him? And well, he'd already completed the program and probably not, but I was down there for that meeting and, uh, and, uh, Juan came <laughs> this good looking young man, 19 years old. And, uh, he came there to meet me and he was holding in his hands, the letters that we had written him mm. over all those years. And so I got to spend the day with him and I said, Juan, uh, you know, really, what, how did you find out and what's happening? And, and he said that when he heard that I was coming, uh, it was an answer to a prayer that he'd had when he was a little boy, that he would be able to meet his sponsor. He said, when I heard you were coming, I decided to receive Christ mm. and I wanted to meet you. So he became a believer and uh, we had a chance to spend the day together. And, uh, and I think you mentioned mechanic earlier, and I believe that was the path he was, he was pursuing. I think he is a mechanic there in, in Santa Domingo. And you know that that part of it too. It's it's really um, there's providing for needs and and there's all the things you can think of for healthy child development. But deep down in there is how do you tap into a child's dream or who they would want to be when they grow up? And so often you ask a kid who doesn't have any examples, doesn't have any you know uh, a dad who's succeeding in a career or a mechanic uncle who I want to be like you. There are a lack of these examples. Um, and they can begin to believe that there is no future for themselves. So when they get into the Hope Centers and they meet teachers, a lot of times you'll ask them, what do you want to be in a teacher? And you dig into why it's because they like their teacher at the Hope Center. <laughs> um, they meet a mechanic and they learn some job skills. And they're like, I want to be a mechanic. And so those are why the child champions, um, what they're really doing is building relationship and helping kids to dream, have a have a hope, a belief that a better future is possible and a path to get there. Of course, it's up to the kid to try and put in the effort and get there just like it is with your your kids, my kids. But um, but yeah, that that experience with Juan uh, is where God started it all. It all came back to this simple, well, God, do you want me to do this? That simple question became for me the most important question I can ever ask in life because nothing else matters if you can know what it is that God wants you to do. And then I thought one more thought here. How did it really happen? It happened because somebody put up a poster on a college campus. Who was that person? And I am sure they have no recollection. You know, probably that person has passed on by now because it's been so long. And I somehow imagine it to be a little old lady who sees this group of college students needing to get, you know, involved in something bigger for them, their lives and, and, and just deciding she's going to voluntarily go put up a poster. And she has no idea that that poster changed my life. She has no idea that that poster changed Juan's life. And everything that's happened since that simple act of faithfulness, maybe she was just living 
the same question, God, do you want me to do this? Thy will, not mine. Following the prompt of the Holy Spirit to do some small act of faithfulness that changes the trajectory of other people's lives, you never know. And that's the same thing with choosing to sponsor a child. That simple small act, that answer to that question, God, do you want me to do this? You might be sponsoring the next president of that country. Mm. And it all starts with, God, do you want me to do this? God, do you want me to do this? In every situation, God, do you want me to do this? My name is Ben. You're listening to Faith Radio Afternoons with Bill Arnold today. And we're down to the final moments. Would you take one moment for one child? I just keep looking at Samuel, Samuel Wenley Joseph, 11 years old from Haiti. Just waiting for you at MyFaithRadio.com. Loves playing with balls and balloons, basketball cards, cops and robbers. Wants to be a doctor when he grows up. He just needs a chance. He just needs a champion. Just like Scott was saying, he just needs somebody to, to, to believe in him. He just needs somebody to tell him, hey, this is possible. Because of the extreme situation that he's growing up in, he probably doesn't see a lot of great mentor opportunities. But getting into the Hope Center, he will meet those teachers that Scott was just talking about. He will believe that he is created in God's image, that God does have a plan and a purpose for his life and is good. You will change Samuel's life today. If you go to MyFaithRadio.com, click on Sponsor Me, learn about him, pray for him, sponsor him. Or if you call 800-864-0200, you will change his life. Again, the phone number is 800-864-0200. But in the meantime, will you just ask that question that Scott was talking about? God, do you want me to do this? If he says yes, if he's tugging at your heart, if you're listening, if you can't stop listening, would you do it? Today, would you change his life? And I can promise you that your life will be changed too. We're talking to Scott Todd. We're taking one moment for one child today. Scott, whatever uh, ended up with one? You said he was a mechanic, right, in the Dominican Republic. Do you still stay in touch with him? I haven't had contact for a few years, but the last time I did, he was doing well um, and and married. So, uh, yeah, and he's not the only case of a child that uh, was in a hard place that that we had the privilege of seeing grow up and thrive. Um, My wife and I sponsored a number of kids. Another was uh, a young lady named Maria, and we connected each of our boys. So I I mentioned we have four sons. They're grown now, but, um, you know, we wanted to raise them with relationships with kids overseas whose, whose reality was very different. Uh, for really for mutual learning and, and kind of a pen pal thing. Uh, but Maria, man, she would always write these letters, drawing pictures. Um, and often in her letters, she, I'm praying for you. Hmm. And when your son is getting a letter from a girl living in poverty saying, I'm praying for you, it just creates a great conversation as a dad, as a mom, as a grandparent to to, to help broaden your, uh, you know, add, to help me be a better dad and making a, a disciple of, of my kid to say, hey, this is the way the whole world looks like. And when, when somebody else overseas is praying like that, that's just something special. But, you know, I was thinking about you mentioning Samuel uh, there in, in Haiti. Um, Haiti is a tough place. It's always been a tough place, but it's especially tough right now. The, the gangs are completely um, out of control and in control, really. They, they control the streets. And so... Samuel and Haiti has grown up in a, in a very difficult place where there's a lack of the rule of law, uh, there's gang violence, and there's a, you know, um, 
just very little opportunity to get a quality education, to meet basic needs. And uh, yeah, I hope somebody is feeling like, you know what, I can make a difference for Samuel and, and go go sponsor him. Go give, be a champion for him. Pray for him. Write him those letters. Share some scripture with him. Speak the truth of God into his life. That's, uh, I mean, I've seen it over and over. So many kids whose outcomes could have been very different. Um, but moving into successful futures as responsible adults. You know, Maria now, uh, she has her own family and she's doing great. So mm. they just need a chance. Samuel just needs a chance. Would you give him that chance? Here's the phone number. Here's another opportunity for you. 800-864-0200. That's 800-864-0200. There are people waiting to talk to you, excited to talk to you. Samuel can't wait to be sponsored for you to be his champion. You can meet him. You can see his picture. You can learn more about him. His birthday is July 12th at MyFaithRadio.com. On the website, you can look at these kids. You can find the exact child that you are, are called to sponsor. Just take one moment for one child. This is Afternoons with Bill Arnold. My name is Ben. We're going to continue talking to Scott Todd coming up. And Scott often talks about the kids outside the fence and that he sees kids just outside the fence everywhere he goes. What are these kids outside the fence? Why does he see them everywhere he goes? And how can we help? Next on Faith Radio. One moment. One moment. One child. One child. Hi, I'm 12 years old. The thing that I want is to play games, and what I've learned in the ranch is to love God. Hi, I'm nine years old and I like to play dodgeball and I have learned is to respect God. Hi, I am nine years old and my favorite (laughs) thing is hide and seek and I've learned to obey my parents. Oh, that's amazing. There's nothing like putting a microphone in front of a bunch of kids and you never know what's going to come out. But the, what I just heard from these kids, too, and what I saw when I went to the Dominican Republic and along the Haiti border is the faith of these kids. Whoa, it made me uh, realize, like, what Jesus was saying when he said, like, unless you have a faith of a child, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. But the faith of these children, they are all in, man. Some of our friends here at Faith Radio had the opportunity to take a trip to Honduras. Our, our station manager, Carissa, um, Paul Perot, has gone to Honduras. I've been the, to the Dominican Republic. Amanda, our engagement director, has seen the work of one child down in Nicaragua. They, we've all had the opportunity to interview and talk with the kids and play with them and pray with them and interact with them and the pastors and the child champion workers at the Hope Centers. And, and we believe in the work what one child is doing. And we've seen it firsthand. Will you join us? You might be saying, how do I do that? Well, it's easy. You become a child champion. There's one child waiting for you right now. When you call 800-864-0200, it's $39 a month, and in your extra, it will become that child's everything. You will change their life. The phone number is 800-864-0200 or myfaithradio.com, and there is one child that you are specifically called to sponsor. Would you be their hero today? We have some great news. Scott Todd is our guest today, president of One Child. And there is a new champion from Wilmer, Minnesota. Her name is Sharon Buchanan. 
She is sponsoring Rodell from the uh, the, from from the Philippines. Thank you, Sharon. Sharon, thank you. You have no idea. Both White and I, like we jump for joy. Scott, I know you jump for joy too because <laughs> you know that's another life changed. That's another life impacted. And for us, it seems like oh, thirty nine dollars a month, or we're we're going to Casey's or Quick Trip, or or we're doing a a gas station stop at a Holiday Station store. Or, we're we're busy with our lives and our meetings and our to-do list, and we're, we got so many things on, on our to-do list before we get home. But for Rodell, wow, Rodell's life will be changed forever, and I really believe, Scott, that Sharon's life, too, the child champion, her life will be changed forever. Both of their lives start anew today. Wouldn't you agree? It's absolutely, yeah, it's the beginning of a journey. So, yeah, Sharon, thank you, and well done, and, and may God bless you. Uh, and and uh, your prayers for Riddell, your letters of encouragement and your financial support, really, they will allow Riddell to experience mm. opportunity to to get connected to a great program at a local Hope Center. I've been to those Hope Centers in the Philippines. They are fantastic. And, uh, and the Philippines is made up of a lot of different islands. So depending on where that Hope Center is, it could be in a jungle community out on a very remote area, or it could be in an urban center. Uh, that's that's dense and has the typical city challenges, but whatever Rodell's context is and whatever her challenges are, your sponsorship is going to allow her uh, access, uh, support, and uh, whatever she needs in order to thrive. So um, super thankful. Yeah, I'm jumping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so amazing because we know life change. We know planting more seeds and other discipleship, like Jesus said in Matthew 28, to go to the ends of the earth. Make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach them to obey my commands. And we get to do that. Uh, Sharon gets to do that from Wilmer. She's going to the ends of the earth because she's become a child champion. She's sponsoring. She's changing lives. You can do the same thing when you call 800-864-0200. Still looking at Samuel. There's a couple of Samuels here on the top line at MyFaithRadio.com. Once from Haiti, he's 11 years old. I'm just praying that that somebody will sponsor him, will change his life too, will plant seeds, will make disciples of him, will teach them to obey the commands, will lead him to a hope center where he can give his life to Jesus and be baptized. The phone number again is 800-864-0200. That's 800-864-0200 or MyFaithRadio.com. This is Afternoons with Bill. Scott Todd is our guest. He's the president of One Child. Scott, oftentimes you talk about the kids outside the fence and that you you see kids just outside the fence everywhere you go. Would you help our friends and family members understand what, what those kids outside the fence represent, who they are, and why you see them everywhere you go? Yeah, so I mean, it's a tough, um, it's just a tough reality, Ben. It's, it's probably the hardest thing uh, in what we do, um, to, to, um, as, as many people as step up and sponsor as much as, uh, as we're working hard to reach kids, every community where we go, um, we partner with a local church and they form a, a a committee, honestly, a, a group of adults from that community who choose which children can be registered to join the Hope Center. And um, they always ask us if we say, hey, you can register 50 kids. They'll say, oh, can we register 75? You know, they always have this desire to reach more kids. And you can imagine what that's like. I mean, if you're 
if your ministry is in this local community and you see the realities of these families and these kids and you have this vision for what could happen, you you want to reach as many kids as possible. So of course they're asking, can we register more kids? And and yet we have to say, look, we once we register a child, we're making a commitment to that child and that family. They begin participating in the in the Hope Center. They begin participating. In the, we're sending money even before we have the sponsor. And so we actually are, are kind of losing money, if you will, because we're we're paying for that kid while we wait for a sponsor. So right now, all these kids, when you go and you look at these kids that are available for sponsorship, they've been registered and we've already started the commitment and we're just praying to God and waiting for you, the, the people who are listening right now, somebody to say, yes, I'll step up for that one. And so we're trying to balance that, right? You, you want to say yes to that request for more kids to register, but you know you have to be careful and so we live in that tension. And so when I go around the world, and, and I've been so many places in these last 20 years, it is, uh, it's, it's showing up and meeting the kids in the Hope Center and seeing them do their activities and watching them put on a little program or watching the pictures that they draw or tell me the stories about what they want to be and grow up. And I'm so encouraged and I'm filled with joy. And then I, I look around and I start seeing maybe it's the bars on the window at the school. And there's little fingers curled around those bars and a pair of eyes peering in. Or maybe it's a fence because many of the, the chunks of land where these Hope Centers, they, they have a fence, but maybe it's just a wire fence. And there's kids standing on the other side of that fence with their hands grabbing onto the, the fence posts. And, and they're looking in and I'm there going, God, help us to grow. Help us to be able to find more sponsors so we can reach those kids. Because without that opportunity, we know that there's a there's a lot of risk for them. There's grim prospects for those kids. And it's extremely hard to stand on the boundary of the place where you can reach a kid and look across at that next child. It breaks my heart every time. And so thank you for your partnership in helping get the word out. Thank you for helping us connect with more sponsors. Those of you listening who are saying, yes, I'm going to step up. You're helping us bring one more child from the other side of the fence into the Hope Center. And I know that's just painful, but it's true. It's it, I could show you the pictures of just all over the place. So that those kids that aren't yet registered, and that's who we're working for. Because you know what? We have a vision to reach every single kid. That is what God has called us to do. And that might sound idealistic or unrealistic or just naive, but it's not. Listen, we have made stunning progress against extreme poverty in the last 50 years, there's been solid progress. And I used to talk about how, uh, you know, 26% of the world's population lives in extreme poverty. And we have been making steady progress against that number. So now we're below 9%. We, it still might sound like an overwhelming number, but it's not. We can bring an end to extreme poverty. We can do that in my lifetime. And these kids are a part of that whole thing. Get them connected to opportunities, access to education, uh, nutritional support, the things they need to thrive. They will grow up to be the agents of transformation in their communities. They will grow up to have good jobs. They will grow up to be contributors. They will lead their families well. They will become the leaders who shape the future, not just of that community, but possibly of their nations. And so we believe in kids, not just as uh, a challenge or a problem to solve, but as agents of change. And when they believe that God can use them to change their community and their family, then then that that's the catalyst for all of this um, 
ending this kind of poverty where kids are dying from preventable causes. It is possible. And so sponsoring a child is not just a small act. It is individual. It is personal. And it's beautiful at that level. But it's also an extremely strategic act. It is a strategic thing to reach a kid, give them protection and opportunity. You're introducing a young person to Jesus at the stage of life where they are most likely to respond to the gospel. 80% of us who form lifelong commitments to follow Jesus do that in childhood and adolescence. And so you all have a mission. You want to talk about great commission. You want to talk about reaching the world. Be smart and strategic and focus on children and youth, because that's where the field is is ripe for the harvest. And so when you equip a local church to provide holistic care for that kid, that's strategic gospel advance. And you gain access to that home where that kid is from. You give the church pastor a reason to go down the alley and visit that home and say, hey, you know, your child is doing great in this math program. I just wanted to let you know what an amazing job you're doing as a mom. And the mom is there going, you see me? You see my struggle? And But you know what? We've heard countless cases of kids who are in the Hope Center leading their parents to join the church. It's it's incredibly strategic at so many levels. So I just want to thank you for the partnership, uh, Ben, and the opportunity. And for those of you who are making decisions right now, you're asking God, God, do you want me to do this? And I hope you're hearing the answer to that and taking action. This is your moment. If you ask God, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to do this? And he's saying yes. Would you pick up the phone? Would you call 800-864-0200? There's no better time than right now. Just take a moment for this, this one child. This child is, is worth it. They deserve a chance. You've heard the success rate and the intentionality behind Scott Todd, our guest today, the president of One Child. Together, we're making a difference and we're so close. There's kids like Samuel 11 years old from Haiti, waiting for you at MyFaithRadio.com as well. You look at these kids, find the exact child that you're called to sponsor. Don't wait. There's not a lot of time left. Your opportunity is right now. The phone number is 800-864-0200 or MyFaithRadio.com. This is Afternoons with Bill Arnold. Hi, this is Bill Arnold, host of The Afternoon Show. If you're like me, and I know I am, you're going to get tired on occasion. Sometimes you're emotionally tired. Sometimes you're spiritually tired. And if you're struggling or you've had disappointment, I want you to know that uh, Susie Larson has written a brand new book uh, to take you on a journey to explore God's invitation to flourish and to heal and to know peace that will hopefully change your life forever. Text the word GOOD to 877-933. 2484, and Susie will wake you up to the goodness of God. Connecting faith to life, Faith Radio. One moment. One moment. One child. One child. Hi, Jim and Kathy. It's me, Elian, your sponsored boy in the Dominican Republic. My mom reminds me that God is taking care of us, and that Pastor and you are always there for me. She said you are always praying for me. I know you love me, and you make me feel safe and special. I told my mom that I hope all my friends get a sponsor like you. Well, that little boy, Elian, he's around eight years old. He lives in a really poor community just outside La Vega, Dominican Republic. It's a a one-to-two-room home, the dirt floors, tin roof ceiling, and then, like, 
I don't even know. Like, there's just holes on the side of the wall and on the ceiling, too. So rain and wind and dust and all of the things, in and out, all of the things. There's not even locks on the door. There's no safety. He doesn't have much. But he does have a lot of joy. You can hear it in his voice. And he keeps a shoebox in his house. And that gets... that. That keeps all the letters that his sponsors have sent him. It is his most prized possession. He is so proud of that box. He also really likes playing. He's a little boy. He loves loves learning, loves going to the Hope Center, which is right near his little village. And at the Hope Center, he doesn't have to worry about money or food or the pressure of life or the stress or the anxiety of all the stuff that his parents are talking about, that they they can't make ends meet, even though they're working from sunup to sundown, or the poverty that's all around him, or the, the drugs or the guns or the violence or the trafficking. At the Hope Center, he can just relax. He can just have fun. He can just be himself. He can just... He can just be a kid. He can learn about God. He can get help with his education. And I love what he said at the end, too. I hope all my friends can have a sponsor. And that's our prayer, too. This is Afternoons with Bill Arnold here at Faith Radio. The phone number for you to sponsor a child, for you to be a champion, is 800-864-0200. We're running out of time. Kids need your help. Again, the phone number is 800-864-0200. If you and one other person became a child champion in the next 10 minutes by the end of the hour, that would be an answered prayer. That would be tremendous. You and one other person. You can meet these kids still looking at Samuel Joseph, 11 years old from Haiti, born July 12th, loves playing with balls and crayons and playing cops and robbers, wants to be a doctor when he grows up. He's still waiting for you, praying for you. Hoping you'll pick up the phone. Hoping you'll go to MyFaithRadio.com. And Scott Todd, the president of One Child, is our guest. And we're down to the final couple of minutes of this hour, Scott. And I just use the word hope. And I know hope is a big thing with One Child. You double down on hope. You're, you're saying your, your whole mission is hope in hard places. It's not a throwaway word for you. There is hope because you are giving these kids hope. You are changing their life with these child championship opportunities in these hope centers. So will you that's right. Will you explain what doubling down on hope really means for everybody that's listening right now? Yeah, I mean, we call them hope centers. Our mission is to, to bring hope to the hard places for these kids. Uh, and and it is a very common, you know, the other day I was in the grocery store and I was like getting some hummus. There's hope hummus, right? It's like, what a marketing word. So I can imagine people might hear the word and not really hear it, not really soak it in. So let me tell you. Hope is the engine of a better future. Hope is the fuel that drives us forward in life. And I'm not talking just about these kids. I'm talking about you and me, everyone, every single one of us. In order for us to see that the better future is possible, that there's a solution to the problem I'm facing, uh, that's that's hope. But it's not just enough to have a vision for a better future because that could be wishful thinking or a fantasy, right? You might imagine that you're not trapped in this situation, but if you don't have a way forward, uh, it doesn't get you out of bed because there's nothing you can do, right? So hope is more than just optimism or a fantasy or wishful thinking. Hope is a vision for a better future and a way to get there. But here's the thing. if Whatever you're trapped in right now, maybe you personally are facing a challenge and you feel like a sense of despair, like you're just not sure. And yet you have this idea. There's this, well, if I did this, maybe I could. I could overcome that challenge. I could get out of this situation. I could get to that better future. Well, why haven't you done it? And I'll tell you why. Well, you may have a lot of labels for the why, 
You may be able to say, well, I might run out of money. Well, I might fail the class. Well, I might whatever. There's a lot of labels for this thing, but the answer is a simple answer. The reason that you're stuck here, not getting into your better future, even though there's no way to get there, the reason you're not moving out on that path is fear. And that's why the third key ingredient of hope, it's a vision for a better future, a way to get there and the courage to try. Because if you could get to that better future easily, if there wasn't a barrier or something fearful on that path, you'd have already done it. It's never easy. Hope only exists in the face of a trial. When kids who are trapped in poverty don't have opportunity, they see violence in the streets, they see the gangs, they see that their dad became an alcoholic and is abusive. They see all of this stuff around them telling them, you don't matter. It isn't going to get better. Give up. They fall into despair. Now, it doesn't happen when you're four years old or six years old, but you can almost see it happen around age eight, nine, ten, where there's sort of a glossing over of the eyes, where the kid has childhood innocence and curiosity and potential and just, you know, vitality. It just gets washed away by the circumstances they're living in and by all the lies the devil is telling them about how you don't matter. And when you can get there before that happens, when you can ignite that flame of hope in the, in the heart of that child and keep it burning and say, you do matter. God loves you. He has a plan for your life. You, was cre you were created in his image. He is with you. You know, when you come alongside them with support, when you ensure that they're protected, when you deal with the trauma that's happening with abuse, when you give that kid a chance, that's what hope is made of. And when they say, I want to be a nurse when I grow up, you weep with joy at the fact that they have aspiration. And then you say, how are you going to do that? Let's get you enrolled in the right classes. And I'm telling you over and over again, hope is driving better futures for these kids and not just the kids for their families, just like it can for you and me. Whatever our hardship is, whatever our challenge is, do you believe there's a better future? And how clear is that vision? Because you know what? If the vision's fuzzy, the hope will be weak. Do you have a compelling, clear vision of what that better future looks like? What does it look like when you're on the other side of that problem, when you've solved that situation, when you've healed that relationship, when you've let go of that grief? What is that crystal clear vision of that future? And then what is it going to take to get there? Get clear about that path. Know what it's going to take and guaranteed it's not going to be easy. So do you have the guts to take a step on that path to your better future? That's what we tell kids every day. We help them find their dream and find their path. And we just cheer them on as they find the courage in themselves to pursue it, knowing that they are loved by God. He is the one who will see them through. And when we see them grow up and go on to do all this amazing stuff, Man, it gives my life such purpose and joy to be a part of it. I love sponsoring these kids. I'm sure that those of you who join us and become child champions, be a voice alongside of them telling, don't believe the lie of the devil. You matter. God sees you. He loves you. He's a God who answers prayer. And I am right here at your side because he's called me to be there for you. Amen. 800-864-0200 is the phone number. Just needing you and one other person now. Right now, in the final moments, 800-864-0200 to be a child champion or meet your child. Sponsor them at MyFaithRadio.com. Thanks for listening. Programming like this is made available through your support. Information available at MyFaithRadio.com.